Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, um, back on the Ohio in segment four of a Monday. Hey, before I forget, I want to give a shout out. We've talked to him in the past, and we've talked about him. Uh, the great Randy Ludlow, who um, has been a fixture covering Ohio news uh, for decades here in Ohio. Uh, he hung up his notebook, I guess. Is that what you call it? Like, you know, they say you hang up your jersey in football or something. He hung up his notebook or his reporting or his reporting stuff. Uh, he retired. Uh, Friday was his last day. We are hoping to have him on the show soon to congratulate him and wonder what's next for Randy. Um, it sounds like he's interested in doing something. We haven't heard it yet, and I'm kind of curious to see what he's going to be doing in the future. So hopefully we'll have Randy on soon to talk about it. But, man, as we were in a break um, lots of entertainment news we wanted to talk about. Uh, first of all, did you guys get a chance to see the uh, Space Jam 2 trailer that came out? Yeah. Fuck clips. <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, I, I was a fan of the original Space Jam. I'm sure I'll <laughs> see the new Space Jam in some iteration. Probably not the day it comes out. Maybe the day it, it goes on TNT forever or, or wherever it's going to end up. It was kind of weird. Um, you know, copyright issues, I, I don't want to sit and play it here on the podcast, but, man, I it just kind of seemed to be a weird uh, hat tip to the original Space Jam, but they tried to say, let's make it cool, hip, and trendy for the 2021 20, crowd. I, did you see anything that you liked, Alpha Brandon? Oh, um, I think the clip I saw was just like little bunny giving a, a wink and then um jumping out into the with with the lebron also going out jumping into or some well, I, it was such a quick scene i can't even remember all the details but um i was just a little amazed at sort of the animation direction of where they're going you know they've kind of gone the route of making um the the looney tunes a little more 3d than uh the 2d we enjoyed back in the 90s um uh, so, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious to see, um, 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 you know, how this will, how this will gel together. Cause it sounds like they're going to have a lot of different, um, uh, different, um, a more different, a kind of a different direction than the first Looney Tunes movie, bringing in different characters from, uh, Warner brother brothers, uh, archive of character rights. So it's going to be like one, Probably a very long commercial of the yeah, Brothers Media. Um, yeah, bad guy Don Cheadle. Uh, Craig, you might be a Don Cheadle fan. Are you, are you excited about that? Well, I'm a big Don Cheadle fan, but um, you know yeah. he, he's 
I kind of look at this, you know, and I and and look, we haven't seen the movie, so we really don't know. But you know, this this kind of seems more like a cash grab for everybody involved. You know, LeBron gets some money, Don Cheadle probably gets a pretty nice payday here. Um, you know, this is the studio pay cash grab, whatever you want to call it, for actors and for actresses to get in, you know, a, a little bit bigger paycheck so they can, you know, supplement their lifestyle or whatever. Uh, on their way to doing more in- independent films and less, you know, you know, lesser kind of known stuff. But I don't really have a lot of desire to watch this. But obviously, <clears throat> as an HBO Max subscriber, I will probably check it out, much like I did, unfortunately, with Tom and Jerry the movie. Um, but you know, it's probably something I'll check out. But I'm not beating down the door for a Space Jam sequel because I really wasn't really hooked on the first Space Jam, to be honest with you. So you don't think this is going to be the Hotel Rwanda for our next generation? <laughs> I mean, people are going to forget about Hotel Rwanda with people. Yeah. I mean, they'll be like, man. Well, you know, I, I can foresee some uh, Razzie Awards for everybody involved in this. If you, if you don't know what the Razzies are, they're, the, <laughs> oh, they're no. the, Oscar, the Oscar equivalent to bad acting. Not necessarily bad. I wouldn't. I don't want to say bad acting. Oh, they're kidding. It's the worst. They have worst, worst, right. worst, like at the beginning of every right. Line. Well, yeah, it's the Oscars of the worst. It's, you know, I think I'm of the mindset of I'm. This is my mindset. I'm of the mindset of it's usually not the actor's fault a movie fails, because at the end of the day, you're being directed by a director. You have producers paying for the movie. You have financiers paying for the movie. You have um, writers that are writing the dialogue that these people are saying. And, and someone, I'm not saying that, you know, you can't have sort of a weird performance, but in general terms, I don't know that I would ever blame, a, you know, a, a bad performance or a bad movie on actors. I'm not saying that there haven't been bad, you know, actors. And my wife gets on me about this a little bit every now and then when I say, well, that child actor wasn't that great. And I know what she means. Like, how can you like, you know, critique a child actor on screen? Like they're just a kid, but they're also just a kid that was paid the money to work on this movie and to be the best they can be. And I'm not saying that I expect an Oscar level performance out of child actors, but you know, you've seen great child actor performances and then you've seen ones that just aren't so good. So generally speaking though, when you're looking at adult actors, I don't believe it's really their fault when a movie bombs. It just, it's, there's a lot of things that go into it, directing, producing, writing that, you know, Don Cheadle's a great actor. We know that. And I just don't know if he's going to get the source material from Space Jam 2 that's going to really use his acting chops in in a way. Well, we always talk about what's LeBron go do after his career done. Well, hey, here's his movie, you know. Yeah. See how, see how it worked for Michael Jordan. <laughs> Think about all the other movies that Michael Jordan did after Space Jam 1. Okay. I don't know. I sure. think of a... Oh, sorry. Go ahead for Chris. I apologize. For oh no, I, no, you're good. Oh, uh, I was just thinking when you brought up the child actor Craig. I was like thinking of poor Jake Lloyd who played Anakin Skywalker <laughs> in Phantom of the Menace and I, I Phantom Menace. Uh, I was, uh, I, I, I watched it as, as a kid. I didn't mind it. As an adult, I, I noticed that yeah, they really had him play up the ch- being a child and saying whoopee, and I don't. I it was, it was like really annoying. Yeah. But well, I, in a weird in a weird way, though, he was in Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger, or uh, I think that's the name of the movie, or Jingle Jingle Bells, or something like that. Jingle but, uh, All the Way, yeah. 
Yeah. And he wasn't as bad in that one. I, I don't know. Maybe it is the director's fault uh, in this sense. Like, I don't know. How do you, how, how to make kids sound, uh, cause Jake Lloyd had the scene where in Jingle All the Way, like, uh, um, like Arnold's character, like envisions his, what? Oh, my son's gonna look, grow up to be a, a deadbeat drunk, and he sees Jake just dresses up like, um, sort of like uh the antagonist, uh, and he's it's like it's all your fault, Dad, and drinks a bottle. <laughs> that scene gets me, so I don't know. Um, I don't know, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's an interesting point about whether actors are really the fault if the movie is bad. Yeah. Well, and also, too, I think with kids, you know, going back to your point with, like, Jake Lloyd especially, everybody didn't really like him, although he probably wasn't the most hated thing. Jar Jar Binks was probably the most hated thing that came out of the prequels. Uh, but, Jar Jar's getting revival, man. Well, I, I, I'm, <laughs> sure we'll, I'm sure we'll see a, a standalone series on Disney Plus at some point for Jar Jar Binks. But, you know, a lot of, a lot of times, and, you know, a lot of times these kids are just told, hey, do, say this or say this or, or do that or whoopee, you know, things like that. It's, it's very rare for, you know, a child actor. And I don't I don't blame them for being good or bad actors. They're just they are who they are. They're kids. They don't necessarily know the game, so to speak. But, you know, you know, you know the difference when you see a really good child actor performance, like maybe a, like a Haley Joel Osment from The, the Sixth Sense. Um, more recently, one of the ones that stood out to me was uh, Julia Butters gave a great performance, really near Oscar level performance uh, in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the Quentin Tarantino movie. Um, she did a great job, you know, going toe to toe with Leonardo, Leonardo Di- DiCaprio in her, you know, short lived, you know, appearance on that movie. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, you know, and Jake Lloyd, I don't think it was his fault that he's just not a great actor. It just you know, it just didn't work out. And, and I'm sure that after some of the failures that he had and some of the criticisms that he had for his performances, they probably thought, yeah, you're probably not going to make it in this business. So maybe stay away from the acting stuff. And, you know, some people make it and, and live, you know, these these long careers in Hollywood and some kids don't. And, you know, that's not a, that's not it's I'm not trying to vilify these kids because they're they're just kids. They don't know any better. Uh, but it's it's great when you see a great performance by a child actor because, you know, it just kind of might it makes you wonder like how can you be that talented, you know, at such a young age? But you know, it also works sort of the other way around too. And real quick, uh, Craig, the other news you're saying, what's it? Guts is coming to Paramount Plus. Well, <clears throat> Guts and Legends of the Hidden Temple, a couple of shows that I think we've talked about and I've been made fun of about for watching here on this show, um, which hurts my feelings, you know, I mean, who could, who could not love guts and legends of the hidden temple? You know, it's not for everybody, but I grew up on those shows. So that's one thing you've got to look at too. Um, but they, you know, I didn't know what to expect because at the end of the day, I didn't know who owned the streaming rights for a lot of those old Nickelodeon shows like Guts and Legends of the Hidden Temple, Nick Arcade, um, and also like Hey Dude and Salute Your Shorts. Well, I always knew that they were under the Nickelodeon umbrella, but you know, you just never know how streaming deals were, were made, much like how Marvel Entertainment had sold off properties like Spider-Man, the X-Men, and Fantastic Four years ago to 20th Century Fox. So I was I was kind of curious if if maybe with Paramount Plus we would get shows like that that I grew up on and thankfully last week my wife was kind of searching for something to watch and she said hey did you see this 
and I looked and I saw the Legends of the Hidden Temple or Olmec uh, sitting there on screen. And I thought, oh, is that the movie or is that the TV show? Because I know Nickelodeon did like a made for TV movie about Legends of the Hidden Temple. And she said, no, it's the series. Well, how excited was I? Very excited as I, my face just lit up like Christmas morning, knowing that whenever I wanted to, I could watch Legends of the Hidden Temple and Guts. So even though I've had, I've had a few problems with the, the, the Paramount Plus streaming app, this has made up for a lot of those ills that were created for streams not working and maybe just some, some poor customer service. So very pleased with, with those two additions especially. Has there, has there been any ever news about the Fraser reboot? Like, are they telling you something on Paramount Plus? That... I, no, no, I haven't seen it. You know, obviously they will be bringing it back, but I, I think with COVID slowing things down, every streaming service was was kind of hit. And I think with with what Paramount Plus said, it, it seemed as though they had just, you know, at least they announced the agreement shortly before they actually went live on the app. So I would have to guess that, you know, even though there's not a lot of, action and stuff you know visual effects that need to be added to a show like that i wouldn't be anticipating that show until at least late in the year or or sometime next year on their lineup so i know that they there they have sort of maybe i guess an ambitious goal of around 30 to 36 uh, original programs you know this year i don't know if frazier is a part of that though Oh, well, we'll have to wait and see. All right, anything else you want to shout out before we close up shop for today? Well, it's on another streaming tidbit. Oh, uh, oh. oh. Um, Star Wars Vintage Collection has arrived at Disney+. Plus. Oh. Uh, it includes some programs that I've come across. My mom has, like, you know, she finds these VHS editions of Star Wars material from back on whenever. And um, But now... And I was lament the fact that I didn't have the full the full collection of episodes, but now I do, which is um, these um, um, '80s programs of Star Wars, like this cartoon serial, the Ewoks. Um, now I have the full collection. I can now watch all these episodes. <laughs> My childhood brain is like. Um, there's also two Ewoks movie live action movies that I've heard are not so great, but I haven't. I might give them a watch. Um, they also have include a nine-minute short, uh, cartoon short, uh, animated short um, that was part of the Star Wars Holiday Special, which uh, introduced Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, it was very terrible animation. Luke Skywalker scares me. Han Solo <laughs> looks high. Um, try, and, the, and the dialogue sounded a mixture of new and recycled. It was a bizarre piece of workmanship. I... I I'm just sad that they didn't get the animators of the Hobbit animated uh, production to help them out, um, since this was kind of an '80s production back then. But uh, um, and that was the animated yeah. version. You gotta check out. Um, I, I mentioned on occasion, Rob and Akiva do the podcast. Um, they pick a different topic each week to talk about, and they spent a glorious week uh, reviewing the original um, Star Wars Holiday Special. And Brandon, you gotta do yourself a favor. If you just Google it, I'm sure it'll pop up because I can't imagine any other podcast in the world that would have. And it, it's pretty good. I, I never saw it, but it made me laugh. So if you saw it or familiar with it, you'll you'll enjoy it. it There's only one fan of the holiday special that I know of, and that is my mother. <clears throat> yeah. Oh. She wants it. 
she wants a DVD hard copy signed by George Lucas. <laughs> now, now, did she like it, or did she like making fun of it? Oh, she liked it. <clears throat> okay. You may not want to play that for her, because it's very much making fun of it, and yeah. how horrible it was. But yeah, no, I thoroughly yeah, endorse, yeah, anybody listen to that, because I haven't seen the original holiday special, and I, I, I took... It was fun listening to making fun of the holiday special. I'll put it that way. And yeah, speaking of Disney Plus over the weekend, I was checking out. Oh, uh, this is how my weekend went. It was a good weekend, but I ended up checking out the new Mighty Duck show on oh. Disney Plus. How was that? It, it wasn't bad. Emilio Estevez is back, and he plays a disgruntled um, hockey, not hockey, ice rink operator. He's mad at kids and mad at hockey. And, you know, these new kids bring him back. And the Mighty Ducks are mean guys now. And they cut the star of the show from their team. So uh, the lady, I think it's Lauren Graham, who was on um, Gilmore Girls. uh, Gilmore Girls, yeah. She plays the love interest, the eventual love interest of Emilia Estevez. She's the mom of the kid. And she says, hey, let's get this team together of. Um, do nothings or, or, or ones that aren't that good, and they take on the Mighty Ducks. Wow, what what what? A <laughs> Cobra Kai special treatment, Disney <laughs> yes, Plus. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just... We we need to end this because we're going to get way deep in our weekend. And you're going to Cobra, like, hey, Cobra Kai is now the good guy, <laughs> and uh, our at least in pre- our now Mighty Ducks be- are bad. Yeah. Our listeners are going to be starting the show going, man, they say how great their weekend was, and now they're talking about how deep they got into Disney Plus of all these shows. <laughs> it wasn't that great a weekend. No, it was a good weekend. I just need to stop watching weird stuff on Disney Plus. So, all right. Well, thanks again for checking out the Highland. Again, check our Hope and Interrupted podcast. Look at the book. Buy the book. It's a great book. And check out Chase Bank and all of our other sponsors. Share us on social media. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe yet. We're on each podcast provider. So whatever your favorite podcast provider is, subscribe there. Thank you. I've been excited to see the growth we've had. And it's all because of you guys. I appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, just keep in touch. We plan to keep on pumping out programs. Uh, check out our other content, not just this uh, morning thing we do. Uh, Craig has some reviews. Uh, you, you get some uh, spiritual stuff from Paul Ganchek, uh, a pastor who uh, helps us out in our Steelers show. We got a couple of Steelers podcasts coming at you later today. And also, um, Brandon and Craig, I'm not sure if you've checked it out. Uh, Paul and I do a review show uh, with Joe Frost where we pick out something random, uh, something fun that we can make fun of and everything. But we've had some, some more serious shows. And today... The rock band Petra, who was a, a big rock band in the past of Christian music, their lead singer, John Schlitt, is going to come on, and we're going to kind of quiz him about Petra and stuff like that. Uh, he also, uh, Brandon, I don't know if you ever heard of the old rock band Head East. Maybe your mom. I don't know if your mom's an old classic rock band. Uh, John used to be the lead singer of Head East, which was kind of popular back in the day before he joined Petra. So we'll talk to him about Hedy's Petra and a bunch of other good stuff. Uh, Check us out later in the week. We have some scheduled guests. Uh, We hope to have Randy uh, Ludlow back and Danny King. 
we gotta make we got not make fun of her, but tease her. Danae isn't the morning person, but she's slated to come on Wednesday, so we'll have to g- give her a hard time about not being a morning person. Uh, she's with the Columbus Dispatch, and she'll be talking about the latest story she wrote there. Thanks for checking out the Highland. Thank you, Brandon and Craig. Everyone, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, bye bye. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast, and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.